Your Light, episode 16, and our very first installment of Running Lights, where we shine a light on what's happening backstage so you can be even more confident standing center. I am your host, Emily Stamets, and I want to start today with a question. If you're like riding on a subway or out in public somewhere, you can like answer this quietly and whisper it. Otherwise, I want you to shout it out out loud. If you're at home or driving, just let it rip. Here's the question. Do you want something different than what you have today? Awesome. So I've been thinking a lot about this as I do usually, and I'm here today with a few thoughts with a capital T that are going to help you get that new, more interesting, more successful, more artistic, creative life that you want for yourself. I want to start by talking about our bodies. Now, we're not going to talk about them the whole time, but they're going to get us to where we're going as an analogy. All right. Have you ever been in a yoga pose that felt super uncomfortable? Okay. Think back to the first time you ever did like downward dog, right? You fold your body into a right angle. You hoist your hips into the air like a lioness in heat. You press your palms into the ground until your shoulders are threatening to climb off of your body and go get a margarita at the bar around the corner. And then you wait, you sit there, you breathe, Now, this is supposed to be a resting posture, but your first time or third time or 77th time in a yoga series, downward dog feels like death, especially since the really nice instructor is standing there telling you that this is a a resting posture in this soothing, peaceful voice. Meanwhile, your shoulders have left the building and you just want to follow them and go get a margarita with them. But still you wait. And over time, you learn to sit in that discomfort. You breathe into it. You whisper sweet nothings to your shoulders. You eventually find rest in that hideous body position. But you don't get to that place until you have embraced the fact that discomfort is where good change happens. Whether it's a yoga pose or breaking up with someone toxic or staying in that contentious design meeting, greatness only exists on the other side of that discomfort. And the only way to the other side is to give in to those intensely uncomfortable experiences. If you back away as soon as you feel that discomfort, you stay on this side where you are today. If you back out of downward dog, then you'll be exactly as flexible tomorrow as you are today. Okay, another example. To grow, a seed has to literally crack itself open, which cannot feel good. Am I right? But if the seed backs away from that breaking, if it gets scared and pulls back, if it decides to keep itself small, it stays inside its shell and it can't grow. So... To grow into greatness, cracking yourself open and passing through that discomfort is required. That's thought with the capital T number one. Now, the body is an easy analogy for all of that, but what if you're not doing yoga and body stuff? What is the discomfort required of an artist, an entrepreneur, a leader? 
How do you know that you're sitting in the right discomfort to get what you want? How do you invite discomfort into your life if the greatness that you're looking for is intellectual, artistic, or spiritual? Well, that brings us to thought with a capital T, number two. Change is loss. Give me a little thumbs up. I know I can't see you, but do it anyways. Give me a thumbs up if you've heard that before. Okay, now I learned this in my leadership training. Applied there, it means that we have to be aware of what our people are losing every time we change the tech week schedule, reorganize the shop, or cast a new show. We think ahead about this so we can help them overcome that loss and embrace the new thing. Every time something changes, something else is destroyed, and that is painful. So what does that mean for you, the artist, the leader, the entrepreneur? It means you need to know what needs to be destroyed in order to create the new thing you want. Now, often there are unintended consequences and losses that come with our success, that's true. But you can deal with those when you get there. To get there, to experience the new, you must surrender the old. Let me ask you another question. What are you willing to give up to get what you want? Are you willing to give up Netflix to gain creative hours back? Are you willing to give up late night sugar snacks or cocktails that make you exhausted the next day? Are you willing to give up Instagram to reclaim your attention span and literal hours of free thinking time? Are you willing to stop doing things that other people have told you you should do and secretly hoping to get a good grade just for following the rules because newsflash, real life doesn't give us grades? Are you willing to do things a little differently, to follow no one but your own muse in order to become the authentic artist and leader you are meant to be? Are you willing to crack open your shell and grow? You have to surrender those familiar, comfortable habits to get to where you're supposed to go next. Because you can't get something different by doing the same stuff you're doing now. Now that's the thought with a capital T number three. You can write that down. I'll say it again. You can't get something different by doing the same stuff you're doing now. Now, what you've done so far in your life has gotten you to where you are today, and that is fine. That is important. I love the person you are today because you're here. That person has made all the choices to be in this place listening to me now. But to get where you want to go, you need to make new choices, create new habits, and think differently about yourself and your work. You have to be willing to sacrifice something in order to make space for what comes next. That something might be as small as setting your alarm 30 minutes earlier, or as big as following through on that divorce. You give up the comfort of today for the success you want tomorrow. Or think of it this way, you're giving up the familiar discomfort of today to get the success of tomorrow. Let's talk about procrastination, can we? I wasn't planning to tackle this now, but here we are. So I had a day uh, last week where I had all these things on my to-do list and I found myself sort of like farting around 
right? I wasn't sitting at my desk. I wasn't at my computer. I wasn't being productive. I was just filling my time. And because I'd been thinking about this thought of being discomfortable, discomfortable, being uncomfortable for a while, I sort of checked in with myself. I noticed that I was procrastinating and I asked, and I, and I kind of like was thinking about like, oh, well, I know that the things I need to sit down to do might be challenging. They're a little bit uncomfortable. They're pushing me into something I don't know because I don't really know what it's like to be successful at the next level. So it's kind of this sort of scary unknown situation, right? But I checked in with myself and I was like, I'm also currently in this state of procrastination, uncomfortable. Procrastination is not actually any more interesting than doing the things, right? I felt bored. I felt a little guilty because I was avoiding what I should have been doing, what I had planned to do. I felt pressure. I felt the tiredness of just being uninspired by like scrolling Instagram or like, you know, reading another chapter of my novel, which is a good novel, but like, let's be real. I had shit to get done, right? So none of those feelings are comfortable. Those states of being are their own kinds of discomfort. Where you are today is also uncomfortable. So sometimes what we have to give up isn't comfort exactly, but familiarity. We have to decide that we would rather face a new unknown discomfort instead of the discomfort that we already know so intimately. Now, this sacrifice of familiarity works on two levels. Just like a lot of what I do, it's like 50-50 practicality and 50-50 hippy-dippy. Okay, so on the hippy-dippy side of things, giving something up, giving up another hour of scrolling Instagram, it sends a clear signal to the universe that you are ready to receive something new. You're so ready that you're giving something else up in advance. That is powerful stuff. Like that's the stuff of myths and legends for real. On the scientific and psychological side of things, this sacrifice is a clear signal to your own brain that you are taking yourself and your work seriously. This is a cycle. When you take your stuff seriously by like getting up early to write that blog post, skipping girls night out to prepare for auditions or studying for your certification instead of watching Netflix, your brain rearranges its subconscious priorities list. Now this is a survival based list of priorities. So it's kind of like asking your brain to look for kale instead of cupcakes. Okay. As those priorities rearrange, you start to take yourself more seriously. And as you take yourself more seriously, it's easier to make the choices that prioritize your work and your brain keeps shuffling that list around until one day you wake up and you're Oprah or the you version of Oprah, whatever they look like. You can think of this whole sacrifice thing kind of like cleaning out your closet. We need to make room for the lusciously soft, ethically sourced, perfectly fitted clothing by taking a truckload to the thrift store or homeless shelter first. If you hang on to that, like, bridesmaid's dress that you might wear again someday, those jeans that are just a little bit too short, and that shirt with a stain that, like, if you hold your arm the right way, no one can see it. If you keep those things, then there's no room in your closet for the clothes that make you feel like a badass. Habits? Same. If you hold on to the old ones, there is no room for the new ones 
that will get you to where you want to be. You have to give up some old stuff to make room for what's next for you, to make room for your greatness. Again, change is loss. The things that you're giving up, the things that you're sacrificing might be uncomfortable to let go of. I'm not going to tell you it's easy. Choosing greatness means choosing discomfort and choosing loss, but it is worth it. And the world is waiting for you to crack open your shell and to grow. I would love to hear how you are creating something different for yourself. So leave a comment on any of the social media channels or email me anytime. Hello at emilystamets.com. You can find me on every social media channel at the Emily Stamets. Until next time, breathe into that discomfort and enjoy your show. Do, 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 do